You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Kentucky. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 16 of the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast. I am Jeremiah Morrill, your host. The first voice you heard was the lovely Audrey Joe PV, soon to be Potter. Welcome, Audrey Joe. You're here you with soon to be Potter. No, oh God, I did. Man, I'm struggling. Yes, it, this is the announcement that uh, the girls are running away together, Dakota, and uh, they're leaving us. And Audrey's taking Sarah's. And, last uh, and they're, they're both going to hyphenate. <laughs> okay. Sorry, it's been a day. Uh, yeah, so uh, Dakota Davis and myself are here with uh, his lovely fiance, my uh, my lady friend uh, Sarah uh, Elizabeth Joe Potter Peavy, uh, <laughs> is off doing doing whatever she's doing this evening. The uh, the, the Boss Hog Liberty Cast is here at three quarters strength. Uh, the We Are Libertarians Network is recording two shows at one time tonight over in the uh, south side of Indianapolis at the main studio. Tad Talks is uh, is co- co-showing with uh, We Are Libertarians, and I, I guess we can a... use this as our teaser. Yeah. Next week's show, it's going to be... A... Uh, Spoiler alert. Dakota. going to be next week. Dakota, Jeremiah, and if Tanner's still alive, he's he's been in and out Poor of the hospital guy. this week. Uh, Just lost his job. We don't know that. Hospital. Did that happen for sure? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. So he, he got, got fired today. He wasn't. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he's had a rough go. It's been a rough week. May weeks. have lost his job, and he spent a night in the hospital. Uh, so, welcome everybody to We Are Libertarians uh, Satellite Show, Boss Hog Liberty, Episode Sixteen. We uh, we're here. Uh, been an interesting week for me. I I've accidentally purchased a table. Uh, I got Zach Lee's childhood table here. We're broadcasting from uh, from my dining room. It's not a living room anymore. I don't have three living rooms. Nope. I've just got. Just have the two and a and a dining room. I don't know if this is the way it's supposed to be or if I'm giving up, Dakota. Just making way you know, for his you know, family. Yeah, He's starting preparing <laughs> for the future family. Now, yeah, well, we were at 34, I that. probably should. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. I was thinking, like, where am I going to sleep at the pool party? I usually try to sleep in that the chair that was in here. The uh, well, there were two two chairs. I'm going to have to sleep on the dining room table. <laughs> There's other options. That chair still exists. I moved it to my bedroom, so ah, you can you can snooze in there. It's your if you nighttime need to. reading chair. It's my nighttime reading chair, or where I throw the pants from yesterday that aren't quite dirty enough to need washed. Do you yeah. have a spot for those? I, or yeah. do they, or do you just constantly run water? No, I just leave them in the bathroom so I can put them on the next day. Or he just go. takes Tanner's pants, and <laughs> wears them for weeks. I never did such a thing. Yeah, poor Tanner has had a rough week. Potentially lost the brisket wireless gig. Had uh, had some time in the hospital with a appendicitis that turned into pancreas. We didn't sign any FMLA forms, so I think we can talk about this openly and freely. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I guess this is the admission by uh, by your bride to be that you stole some uh, some pants. I stole well. his pants. I don't I'm remember what happened or why you were here. We were here. Oh, we were, we swimming. were swimming. Yeah, yeah. and you you. <clears throat> this is Audrey. What happened? What did he do? <laughs> he he brought only his swim trunks, right? Yes, I told him that he needed to grab some underwear before he left the house, and he refused. He said he'd be fine, and then he swam for a few hours, and then decided that he was not fine, and he needed <laughs> dry clothes. <laughs> so I, being a size 42, went upstairs and found some drawstring pajama pants, and he tried them on, and that was unsuccessful, to say the least. Successful. So Dakota Very being a 31 bad. slim, it didn't work, and... uh so, but we did find that uh, Tanner had left some uh, some some yes. zip short pant things that uh, that Dakota has taken and incorporated into the wardrobe. So now the transformer pants that were made popular in the '90s, where they are hybrid, uh, they're actually really nice. They were actually really comfortable. 
Yeah, so the next day when we went puppy hunting I and, and did the fence building, I believe you were still wearing them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to wear them to go out puppy hunting. And then <laughs> I was like, well, if I want these people to take me seriously when I ask to play for a puppy, I better take them off. Well, we're going to have to take a picture today, speaking of taking people seriously. <laughs> Dakota has had a full beard for the uh, the entire existence of this show, and yep. you've got a little test coming up at work, so they make you shave your beard. <laughs> yep. but- Once a year, I have to uh, start fresh uh, for a respirator fit test, because apparently respirators don't seal very well around beards, so they make us shave them, and uh, you're allowed to have a mustache as long as it doesn't go past the corners of your mouth. So I decided so, that I was going to keep my mustache. I, I did notice, we, Dakota and I went to dinner last night to prepare for the show, and Audrey Audrey was nice enough to join us so that we didn't feel too gay. And uh, <laughs> and I looked at him, and Dakota has like a pencil-thin mustache. And I know I did notice that. I didn't mention it last night, but I was like, yeah. it, all he's, he's got this very thin mustache. And then you made the decision this morning or this evening that you're just going to keep... Well, I don't have a lot, like some people have like big upper lips. Right. I have like no room between my up my upper lip and my nose, so it's just naturally a, a very thin. It's very thin and wispy, and it looks like you're uh, you look like a 1920s. You need you can do some you can do some things with that and be either like a real young Walt Disney or a Charles. Uh, um, a, 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 uh, who is the guy? Uh, there was a pinup guy you were talking about the the boxer. Yeah, fellow. the meme. Yeah, yeah. or. Um, there, uh, there's, there's, there. Charles Lindbergh. Charles Lindbergh, yeah, okay. Lindbergh or um, Clark Gable. They're, all those guys Clark had those. Gable. Yeah, hundred hundred years ago or seventy five years ago, they all had those pencil thin mustaches. We're bringing it back. That's well, you, you are out your mustache. I can, yeah. I, I've done it before. I've done the no shave November thing before, but it's. Uh, you brought it back whenever you were trying to look like Ken Bone. I did. I did wear the. I did have a mustache for <laughs> Ken Bone last uh, last fall. I forgot that I did that. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a, <laughs> an interesting time. So that trip was the, uh, the trip that we went to Evansville with Rex Bell's campaign. Yeah. And we took uh, Rex and Susan's Chevy Tahoe. And today at lunch, I, speaking of impulse decisions last week, we were picking on my brother and we were talking about the difference between yeah. Dakota and I, where you bought a fence and it's been sitting in your yard for six weeks. My brother gets the idea he's going to buy a car and in three days later he has a Nissan I had mentioned offhand to Rex and Susan, hey, if you're ever going to get rid of this Tahoe that we drove down to um, <laughs> drove down to Evansville, let me know. And S- Susan texts me today while I'm sitting at lunch, and by five o'clock, I had worked it out that I was buying <laughs> that I was buying their Chevy. So that's the uh, once so again. Now both of us have vehicles to sell. That's right. Yeah. So this is uh, time to trade uh, here at the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast, Dakota. What you got? You've got a. a Two thousand. It's a two thousand fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Chevy, Chevy Sonic. Sonic SS Gray. SS. It's basically the SS edition now. You've pimped it out, right? No, it, it's the LTZ okay. edition. It's the LTZ. Yeah. All right. That, that LTZ is a step higher. Yeah. So we'll go with that. But anyway, it's a beautiful vehicle. It's pretty pristine. I rode in it down in Evansville for the uh, LP convention. We hung it's out. It's a luxury vehicle. It's uh, yeah. It, it's a, so you're asking what's the, what's the price, mileage, all that good stuff. It's well, the asking price is nine thousand dollars, and it's been months. So I'm at the point where you just pay off the amount that I owe on it, and you could take it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm like Jeremiah had to talk me out of going to CarMax last weekend to try to just get him to pay off the loan. Yeah, I was gonna. I was going to beat the living crap out of you if you did that. I was, I was going to play Big Brother and not let you not let you make a terrible decision. I'm just I'm tired of it sitting out in front of my house, and I have to drive it like once a week so that the tires don't get flat. Right, and it, I'm just tired of it just sitting there. All right, so Dakota's got a, a 14 uh, Chevy Sonic, it's got L- fifty thousand miles on it, fifty thousand original yeah. miles, one owner. It's got WeatherTech floor mats. It's really actually a very nice vehicle. Never been hit. No hail damage. It's it's ready to go. And then I have uh, since I'm buying this uh, this Tahoe, I have the Bittner Mobile, the 2003 <laughs> GMC Sierra SLT, the slutty edition, with leather seats, Bluetooth stereo, all that stuff, four wheel drive, extended cab, uh, six and a half foot bed, five three liter uh, V8 available. And uh, if somebody wrote me a check for or gave me cash for sixty five hundred or somewhere in that ballpark, would probably let it go tomorrow. 
I can't sell it for what the bank owes on it because the bank doesn't owe. You know, I have the title, so right. I can't make that deal. We're not we're not giving it away. I'd maybe give Dakota a better deal. You'd give me a better deal. I'd give you a better deal. If Audrey tells me she's pregnant in the next month. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, so disappointing. If Audrey. <laughs> Because yeah, you're gonna need you're gonna need the car seat space of an extended cab pickup. Right. It is a four door. I mean, it's it's a nice truck. It really is. It, yeah, it uh, is. It's got a it's got typical Chevy rust on it, but uh, it's got a warranty. It's been debittered by the folks over at Riley and Sons, and it's got a transferable warranty for all the work they did. Brand new fender, brand new front bumper, totally unbittered. Brand new tires really? last year. I mean, it's it's been my evening and weekend car. Yeah, well, my so. car has brand new tires this spring. There you go. So. Perfect. Actually, I have one brand new tire, post Bittner. So I've got one tire that's only got about the 800 miles on it. There we go. So yeah, time to trade is over. Uh, if you so, want, uh, uh, if you want in on one of the, these vehicles, hit us up. What do I have sitting in front of me here, Jeremiah? So last time we teased that uh, Dakota and I were going to check purity, and we were going to do an ancestry uh, test from Ancestry DNA. I bought one, uh, and you brought two. So you, and that, and you brought your bride. So this is. Is this your, uh, instead of doing a blood test for the marriage, you're just going to do this and know everything you can about yeah, each other? This is how it's going to work. We're going to know any secret histories <laughs> of our family past. That way, if it, it's like a blackmail situation where it's a political arrangement. Up on that microphone for me. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, I'm, just, we're, I'm trying to look through this Ancestry DNA kit and... So, look at I have a so you get this I little have a box Ziploc baggie that has a piece of toilet paper in it. <laughs> so yeah, we've we've each got one of these. You've got a little what it says is a collection bag, and it looks like it truly does look like it's a piece of toilet paper. And then you've got a vial that is I I, I don't even know. There's there's some sort of you got to spit in this thing, and it's probably going to be about five ounces of saliva. And then there's some sort of a blue liquid. I don't know what that's for yet. Do you know? Have you read that? Do you have any idea what let's we're doing? See here, let's see. The it, the well, blue liquid is the stabilizing fluid. Oh, okay. All right. So we we started to pull this stuff out before we started the podcast, and I looked on page two, and it said, "Do not eat or drink or smoke or chew gum for thirty minutes before taking your saliva sample." So we've been killing time here because we all had fresh drinks in front of us, and and yep. we've been working. But now, since we since I've known this, I've I've started. I've got all this saliva in my mouth. Are you? I know. Are yeah, you ready? I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. All right, so we are live. Mine, mine is not activated yet. Uh, my account is not activated. Uh, I think you can still <laughs> put your put your your saliva, and it just wants saliva. You're not don't hawk a loogie or anything in here. It's just saliva. <laughs> oh. Don't sneeze. Uh, it says cap choking hazard. Keep out of reach of children. Wash water if liquid solution comes in contact with eyes or skin. Do not ingest liquid. Made in Malaysia. All right, so I guess we're we're gonna just—I don't even know how this works. You, you you're gonna unthread the one side, you fill it up with saliva, and then you put the other stuff back in. Yes. What's Dakota looking for over there? He's gone to the kitchen and he's a pen. a pen. Yeah. What do you have to write down? Because there's two people, you have to have separate activation codes. Oh, okay. It says it says write the booklet for your records Our if you. booklet has it on it. Oh, it does? The booklet already has activation code on okay, it. Okay, well, I'm going to write my name on mine. Okay. That's a good point. That way we don't we don't want to mix up the samples. I need the pen, too. Just I do not accidentally want to become a Davis. My sister's already in line to become a Davis. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want my DNA to be uh, uh, confused. This is already going to tell me I'm English. I can, I can, if, if what I think I know about myself is right... We've been well, as maybe we were, you're like maybe you're twenty three percent English and seventy seven percent African American. We're all going to be shocked. <laughs> so I uh, uh, Davis is historically a black name. Is it? I might I might be black. <laughs> you well, I, you, there's no telling. There is there's, there's no telling at all. Uh, so we're we're opening we're opening this up here and. It's. It looks like I'm going to take a picture for the uh, for for posterity. I probably shouldn't show the activation code. Does it matter? What if the, What if the world knows about my activation code? Put my thumb in front of it just in case. Could be. It could be very very troubling to everybody if I if I screw that up. Right. That could be. Oh man. 
How are we supposed to spit in this little time? I don't know. You pull it out, and it's like... <laughs> it's like the world's smallest urinal. And then how is this going to thread back in after? Once you, you, once you do get the, enough spit in You have in to it. take the little funnel part off oh, and okay. then screw on the... <laughs> Stabilizing fluid. So you threw it, and then it will just go down there you automatically. Shake, you have to shake it for five seconds. Okay, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm salivating. I'm just gonna start. Here, here we go. Oh God. If it, Audrey Joe is uh, is also engaged here. What uh, is this? The stupidest thing you've done in a this while. Is the stupidest thing. <laughs> I feel like I should be chewing, chewing tobacco or something with this. So now it's all, it's all foamy. Yeah, my, says, my spit foamed it up. Says, Fill the tube with saliva to the black wavy line. Uh, this may take the entire podcast says, for this. It says not including the bubbles. So I'm I'm getting there. How full? It's got. It's. I don't know how much is. Does it? I don't know how much this really is. I think that I'm good. I just went ahead and spit all the way. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you have to fill the entire uh, like from the bottom of this tube. I think it just no. starts much higher up. Yeah, it is very deceiving. I, I think the, it was very overwhelming. I'm going to tell yeah. you, it was very. When I saw this, I'm like, oh my god, I've got to get like five five I'm liters have of saliva to come up out of here. With that much spit after not drinking, and I can't for drink minutes? for thirty minutes. Yeah. Ah, oh, here I can take a drink now. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting. I don't have it. I don't have it in me right now. Some poor Mormon in Utah is going to have to pull that out of there <laughs> and, and and just hate their life. I just scratched the hell out of my leg on this new table too. There's a sharp corner over here. If anybody sits in the middle. Oh man, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm really struggling. So while we're spitting, last night we had dinner. Uh, Dakota and uh, and Audrey Joe and another member of your family, Dakota. Who who did you let me hang out with? My mom showed up <laughs> at the Elks Club. Yeah, and uh, so your mom your mom knew a lot of folks there. Obviously, I guess you, your family is a legacy there, so they've been going for for ages to the to the Newcastle Elks. Right, my great grandpa was an elk in Newcastle. <clears throat> Maybe you'll have an ancestry leaf about that when we get to, <laughs> <laughs> once we get to the end. Maybe I haven't started on. That. That side of the family yet. So we uh, we we hung out down there, and this fellow at the next table over was telling telling us that his granddaughter was going to be at Ball State University, and uh, your sister. <laughs> What's so funny? What are we laughing at? <laughs> Do you not hear Riley? Just no, I've got the headphones so on. Riley, just <laughs> let one go. <laughs> he so he had surgery here. this week. He's he's. He's under, he's coming off anesthesia. There's so much going on. Right, poor, picking up my poor dog. He <laughs> went. <laughs> he's a senior citizen. Okay, he's seven. <laughs> he had to go to senior dog food. It's been a week and a half since he'd been at the vet. He lost no weight at all, even on the senior food. Okay, I'm done. I'm losing the battle here. There's so much. So many bubbles. I didn't know my spit was so bubbly until just next moment. So, yeah. So, we went to... Uh, <laughs> oh, my, Audrey. <laughs> There's chunks in hers. Well, Audrey, did you just waste $80? Oh, God. You just wasted $80. No, mine. I didn't. Did you have yours purchased already, or did you hurry up and go get it later? Did oh, he, he buy a two-pack? I, I bought it for her. Yeah, you didn't tell me that. You didn't tell me she was going to be doing it. This is a very exciting uh, development. Now. Did I pour this out and try again? Pour it out and try it again. What did you do? What's the I concern? I before I came here. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I did, too, but I haven't. I don't think I have any food chunks in there. I what does it look the, like? Yours is so foamy. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is it's like um, it's it's ridiculous. Okay, now it's not looking so bad. It's still really okay. It looks like mine's got like a he- beer head on it. Do I try it again? Yours is really cloudy. Okay. Uh, yeah. You should it try it again. Start over. Pour it out. That's an. Uh, so we'll finish this story. Remind me to answer my sink story too. I screwed up. I've had my sinks running slow and it's it's self inflicted. I've already had enough plumbing problems over here in this neighborhood. Now I've got a, a sink yeah. issue. Just what the neighborhood needed. Yes. Well, it, it, the problem is, is it won't leave my <laughs> the kitchen sink area. The neighborhood might have another black guy after we get these results back, too. <laughs> we don't know. We just can't be sure. 
So yeah, so we went to the Elks Club. This fellow next to us that I guess knows you and your family uh, starts making conversation with your mom about your sister who's going to go to Ball State. Yeah, and she, uh, <laughs> she he's trying he's trying trying to figure out what dorm she's staying in. As it turns out, it's the same dorm his granddaughter's in, and they're trying to work it out to where they meet up and and go to like their roommates next year or whatever in the following year. Right. So, at that point, I get the idea that maybe since Cat and Agnos of the We Are Libertarians Big Show is uh, is a student over there, maybe she could take Chloe under her wing and they could hang out. So, what what innocently did you do, Dakota? So innocently enough, I, this was truly not nefarious in any way. No, it really wasn't. I in our group chat that Cat is a part of, so much more clear. <laughs> I can't I, believe you filled it up again. Already. I put my younger sister's number in there and said, Hey, Kat, this is my sister's phone number. You should take her under your wing at Ball State because I know that she would probably like to be in a sorority. <laughs> How long did it did it last? Ten seconds before somebody before there's a screenshot of somebody texting her? Yeah, not just somebody. Spangle. It was Chris Spangle. Dear leader. Has texted my baby sister. Do I just thread this on now? Yeah, or, you just you thread the stabilizing fluid on. Does the stabilizing fluid incorporate into it, or is it just cap it on top? So okay, I took the I took the little yeah. neck off of it, and now I've threaded it onto here. And then you you shake it, and the stabilizing fluid incorporates with the. Oh yeah, I can see it blending together. Yeah. And now I have to shake it for like five seconds. Five seconds. Shake weight problems here. Oh, mine has some food in it, too. <laughs> does, yours, does yours have food in it? I don't think so. It's very bubbly. I mean... Try it? Now it's not looking so clear anymore. <laughs> I think you're okay. I really do. I it's probably Surely fine. they can still get I DNA. I think they still have DNA, right. yeah. I mean, they can pull it off of a, a 400-year-old dead mummy, so I, I'm pretty sure they, they can get, get it. They might get DNA from the cow. I just consumed before coming here. I'm very parched. I needed that that fluid so there. You're fine. It's okay. We're all good. I think you're good. See, so yeah, I've capped mine and I've shaken it, and then how much? How much I, do you have in yours? Let's not mix them up. Mine's very full. Wow, yours is really full. Here. Yeah. Audrey Joe doesn't trust herself. I don't. So Dakota is now fondling my threaded, skin. unthreaded, and now he's threading the the fluid on. And uh, yeah, so we've got these done. We'll set them, we'll set that aside. I've opened my beer back up. We're ready for ready for that when it's time. So immediately, uh, Chris Spangle texts your sister. Yeah, and he said, "Hi," and she said, "Who is this?" And he said, "My name is Greg Lynn." <laughs> <laughs> and and what happens? They act- she actually kept talking, and then she. Uh, Finds out that it was Chris. No, you're going too far. She says, I'm Greg Lenz. Who's Greg Lenz? I'm Dakota's real dad. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Chris says, I'm Dakota's real dad. And immediately I get a text. So your actual father and your sister are at the summer home down in southern Indiana. And Together. together. So there, so your your sister gets a text from a guy that claims to be your, your her brother's real dad, <laughs> <laughs> sitting next to her real dad, and she immediately texts me and says, "Who is Greg Lenz?" And I said, "That's my real dad." And she texts me back and said, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> and then, and then, and then, my, my dad <laughs> texts my mother. And said, who is Greg Lenz? And Your mom is sitting with us. Yeah, my mom's sitting at the table with us. And Jeremiah looks my mom dead in the eyes and says, I'll give you $5 if you tell him. Mind you, this is the first time that Jeremiah's ever <laughs> met her. I've literally met her 10 minutes before. This is the bravery I show in life. Yeah. He says, I'll give you $5 if you tell her that Greg Lenz is Dakota's real dad. I didn't realize that it was your father that they had texted. I thought it was your sister you that had texted it was my your sister. mom. Yes. Yeah. I did not realize that it was your her husband. <laughs> oh my gosh. But she did it. She did. She texted my dad and said, 
That is Dakota's real dad. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, my God. And then the screenshots keep showing up in chat. And uh, Dakota... Dakota, I think your sister actually was pretty smart, and she she Googled Spangle's number and figured out it was him. Yeah. And she called him out, and yeah, so that was... I, we get a screenshot that says, why are you texting me, Chris? <laughs> Chris is in traffic, and he's just howling, laughing, screenshotting himself and howling, and keeps sending them back to us. It was, it was, it was just hilarious. I, it was one of the funniest things we've done in a long time. And it was totally just... Because the the old man at the next table over wanted his daughter, his... Yeah. Uh, his That's, granddaughter to meet uh, meet your sister. That is what led to all of it. So yeah, hopefully that friendship works out. Yeah. I don't know if Bailey and Chris are a thing now. If they're still talking or uh, well, or, or, then Chris or, texted my sister and said, um, "I'm sorry I put you through this, and if you want restitution, my sister's phone number is <laughs> you know three one seven yada da da." So I see the screenshot and I think. This is my golden opportunity. I'm going to text her just like Chris texted my sister. So I texted her and said, Hello, my name is Kat Anagnos. Have Do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> Little did I... And as soon as I sent that message, Chris puts in group chat, I gave her Kat's number, LOL. <laughs> So I just texted Cat under the pseudonym <laughs> of Cat, and Cat puts a screenshot of it and says, "Which one of you flatfoots texted me?" <laughs> I was so confused at that point because I, I couldn't keep up with where things were. So I'm texting, going, "Why is Bailey texting?" Because it was your phone number it came from. I'm like, "That's Dakota's number." I was I was so confused. Yeah, and Jeremiah says eight three four one is Dakota's number. I'm like, seriously. Yeah, did you just rap me I, I out? I doxed you. Apparently, I was so confused as to who was trying to be who. It was it was a very bad Mission Impossible deal. <laughs> All right, so I've got my ancestry dot com package ready to go. I'm going to stick it in the mail, and then we'll I guess we'll have stuff back in the next day or two. How long is this going to take us, Audrey Joe? Uh, six to eight weeks or longer. <sighs> oh my God, we're going to forget about this. By you then. have to have enough time That's to put us in the fun. criminal database. Yeah, I'm pretty when, sure ancestry. When they, <laughs> when they show up with a warrant, the police department have a deal. <laughs> so when you're logging into the website to create to ver- verify your numbers or whatever, uh, it says, "Is this for you or your child?" My child. And I'm thinking, well, it's going to take two months to know if it's my kid or not because <laughs> you don't know. You, you're, yeah. you're using this as a as a proving DNA test, right? Audrey, I'm seeing a reminder here in my box. <clears throat> and it is a reminder for you. Don't forget to activate. We need to activate my kit before we do <laughs> it. She did it, yeah. What happens if you send this in and it's not activated by the time it gets mailed in? What's the uh, right what's now. the penalty? What goes wrong? They just have no idea. They don't know whose whose data it is. So they're just like, huh? This is some half black guy. <laughs> but in reality, it's me. It's just you all along. All right, so we got the Ancestry.com thing figured out. Uh, I like how they there's no postage necessary. Well, you've already prepaid it. It was like $80 or $90 for this thing. Everything is just clean cut, clean packaged, very simple. And I'm going to find out that everything. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. Are you really? Yeah. I'm pumped. See, I tried. I logged in. I entered my information on when we were, when we were in a no-spitting period for half an hour. And I logged in, and my my grandfather and my father have the same first name. And somehow I entered it, and I it it screwed up. And I don't know if I had done it years somehow, ago when I created this thing. Somehow but thought, Jeremiah had made it to where his grandfather and his father had been married. Yeah, my great grandfather <laughs> and my grandfather were the same person, and it was my my it was it was very screwed up. So I I have to go back in and try to figure out how that how that all works. But within like ten seconds of creating the account, I had already already screwed it up royally. So I may never actually know my real heritage. Audrey Joe is looking, and Dakota are looking. I don't think I, she may not know his password. Are you not sharing your password yet? Are you not he's that not level? Sharing his password with me. And he's he's holding his hand over the keyboard and typing it in. He won't let her see it. This is very 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 nerve wracking. This could go wrong. 
Did it work? Do you know your own password, Dakota? He's in. He's in. All right. All I can see is the giant Dell laptop of, of Audrey Dell. Joe. I can't see. I can't see anything else. We both got Dells. I've got the uh, the Dell. Uh, your laptop looks exactly like mine. This is a very corporate. This is a corporate. It looks nothing the same. This yeah, one's yours is massive. The top, the top looks just like it. No, not at all. Yours is nice and stainless steel, and mine is not. This is black. Mine's black. It's charcoal and gray, smaller. but it's still got the same idea. I guess. Audrey, do not degrade your laptop. Hers is much nicer than mine is. Mine is old and tired. So. Anyway, what's your laptop like, Dakota? Do you have a laptop? Mm, not really. It's a laptop I've had since I was 17. Yeah. I think I've only had like three in my life. Yeah, this one's five years old. I'm, once I start at WGU, I'm getting a totally new one. Western Governor University? Yep. And you're going to study business management? Is that the deal? That, that's correct. All right. Very exciting. Very exciting. I, I guess you could call it that. That's the degree I have. Look up there. I got I got a couple of them hanging. That you know, business administration from Ivy Tech Community College, and uh, and then there's one from Indiana Wesleyan up there too. Yeah, I think that's Bachelor of Science in Management. I I don't know. They're getting old. One's from '06 and one's from '08. So, Woo. yeah, they're getting older. Man, I was ten. Oh my god, really? I was ten years old when you graduated college in 2006. The first time, yeah. You were five when I graduated high school. Yeah. 2001. <laughs> yeah. Here we are again, making me feel old. Man. Whatever. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. You're Whenever t- you were graduating high school, there was a five-year-old kid running around eating his boogers that you would be hanging out with one day. Yep. And there's probably a kid that's uh, eating his boogers now that I'll hang out with one day. Yep, that's true. I don't care. I'd rather hang out with young people than old people. Well, some old people are fine, but I'd rather yeah. I rather think younger anyway. Generally, that's the way I am, or typically I've been. I really don't have very many friends my own age. Do you I have never lot, have. Do you have many Even friends? Do you have school. many friends, Dakota? No, yeah. no, not at all. It's a hostage situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's four. There's four guys in your wedding. Yeah. Three. Counting yourself. Yes. <laughs> well, there's. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so you've got one guy that's in in <laughs> Afghanistan. Yeah. You've got one guy in Florida. Yep. One in Alabama. Yep. And me. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. You, what, what's the issue there? I'm just saying you the really keep them at a though, distance. Right? He's gonna have me. Ex- he's gonna have me like exiled to New Mexico or I do something. Not know yet. I'm, I'm more concerned that none of my groomsmen have ordered their. Did you? Oh, that yet. was that was the thing we talked about last oh, night. Oh, I forgot. About yeah. That. What kind of tape do we need to measure me? Just some. You can do it with some string and a tape measure. You should probably go somewhere. You really probably should go somewhere. Just go to a moment in time bridal in Newcastle. We go with me. I'll go with you. All right. I'll even go. I won't go alone. I went alone the last time. The last time I was, I was the best man in somebody's wedding, and I went down there and got all my stuff. But how much is it going to cost me to to get measured for nothing for them not to do that? Will they do it? I don't know. If they won't, I'll go to my grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you can find out her real birth date she for your form. She was born in Stearns, Kentucky. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh. Funny, last night we also learned that Audrey Joe and I were related for like four years once by marriage. About a thousand yeah. days. <laughs> About a thousand days. <laughs> we're, we're not anymore. That's okay. Maybe we'll be away again. Who knows? Well, if your sister marries a Davis. That's true. They, and they're, that, that's very possible, actually. Yeah. Then I don't, you could be I don't related if, to me. I don't know if you're related kin, to Audrey. I don't know if you Davises are all the same or not. I'm pretty sure they have Kentucky roots and you do too, so. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, that's all the same. Uh, Kentucky or Tennessee are very similar. They're really not. They're quite. You ever hear Kentucky bluegrass music in Tennessee? No. Because it's Tennessee It's all the SEC. It's all football teams that think they're better than they are. That's the the Southeastern Conference. I'm still concerned with the extra groomsmen. (laughs) (laughs) What's to be concerned about? That's very troubling. I haven't talked to him. I only have three bridesmaids. And if you show up with four groomsmen, one of them has to go home. <laughs> I don't know what to say to him. Oh, God. This is not where the podcast you is supposed have, to go tonight. You still have him in chat, though. 
Yeah, he's he's in the Facebook group, but he has never replied to anything. I've, he's you been can, very quiet. You can see that he sees everything, but he's never replied. And I, that's where we ask for email addresses. That's where we've made plans for the bachelor party. Um, if you, had a, if you have advice for Dakota's problem of having more friends than he really wants, message Boss Auger Liberty on Facebook and, <laughs> yes. and tell him how he should handle this situation. Delicately. Very, very carefully. He's probably a podcast listener, and he's just laughing his ass off at the trouble he's getting into now because she's giving you the stare. Probably. Audrey, can you just make another friend? No. <laughs> <laughs> we can have Sarah stand, and then we can take credit for everything that happens in their lives from that point. <laughs> Tell all their children, yeah, it was because of us. Yeah, they, we put them in our wedding. All the dresses are already ordered. Sorry. The, the ship has sailed. <laughs> oh. It's all settled. All right. Well, anyway, we'll work that one out. We've got a we've got a little bit of time. I just got my save the date the other day, so I you know. Everyone that gets their save the date seems to think that it's an invitation, but if it was an invitation, they'd have no idea where the wedding was. I know where the wedding is. I stopped by the venue this morning, this afternoon. The, you're in the wedding now. You stopped by the venue. I did. I slid by. Everyone I was hunting. A, I was hunting a Pokemon. Oh my say, gosh! <laughs> in Spiceland. You've already been there before, though. This will be my second time on the on the uh, up there for a wedding. David Brock. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> How did the first one turn out? Uh, it was a great day. I had fun. The marriage itself. There's actually two co co pastors. We're getting married by three people. Three. Is there going to be enough room for all of these people? Three. Your your four groomsmen, her three bridesmaids, and your three pastors plus yeah. the two of you. We're going to have David Brock, and then don't say Greg. What's her name? Kathy. Kathy Harris and Greg Lynn. And no, Greg. I knew you were. <laughs> Why can't he, Greg, be there? You're letting him come to the. You've already consented today that he can come to the reception. Only the reception. Can uh, we sneak him clear. in? The reception and the ceremony are in two different places. <laughs> okay, so what if Greg just hangs out in the basement with us before? Can he do that? And then he just won't take the... We'll let him up the stairs that are back behind the... the you know, we'll take that stairway up. And he I can just hang out back there. I know he'll try to make an appearance. He, we'll just let him hide that. back there during the during the ceremony. Yeah, I don't think he would do that. Just a little peekaboo is all it would be, if anything. Yeah. If anything, it would just be him standing up in the back and going... <laughs> Waving and smiling really big. No. You're still saying no. He can come before. Dakota wants one thing out of this. That's all he's that's all he's asking for. I've heard him be very, very friendly. He has to leave though right after. <laughs> he's going to the reception. Yeah. So as soon as you're done getting ready, he has to leave. You know he's gonna make a toast at the reception. That's in fine. front of all of our friends and family. That's about fine. how he who really did was distrusting of you and didn't think that you were good <laughs> enough for his uh, favorite son. And now that we're married, he couldn't be happier. And he's going to have this big, long sob story. And nobody is going to know what he's talking about except for I us. I don't care about that. That's okay. That part's I fine. I don't want him at the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, Dakota, I think you're getting the winning end of that. The ceremony is, you know, whatever. The party, the party is later. I think you're going to like that yeah. more anyway. Yeah, win-win for you. That's true. We'll let your real dad come to the. <laughs> yeah, come to the other. <laughs> you know, if he doesn't do something like that, I'm going to be really disappointed. Have you gotten him committed? Is he going to? Is he going to show up? Is he having? I don't a, know. The only thing I've heard from him, I asked him if he would be at the reception. He just said sure. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. That's harsh. That's not, uh, yeah, I don't know. You're going to have to do a sales job. We'll, we'll pin him down next week on the, uh, on the big We Are Libertarian show. Yeah, we will. Audrey, are you going to come? You make an appearance tomorrow mm. night? Or, or next week, not tomorrow night. Gosh. I don't know about that. Next Thursday? I don't know about that. Why? <laughs> We're going to work on her. It'll probably be, we'll get up there at what, like 7 o'clock? I'll have my new Tahoe. I'll have room for everybody. I can Wait. seat 7 in the new ride. It'll take about three hours. Only if there's food. I better get food. We'll I'm get not food. eating before. We'll get steak and shake or something. Good. I'll oh, get yeah. well, food. Will be provided. Okay. I've heard. De- I've heard. Dear then. leader provides. So it'll be fine. You'll enjoy I don't it. Don't even want to know. It'll be great. We'll be on camera for that one though. It is. It's it's live live on the YouTube and Ooh, on Facebook. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. Like ten thousand people watching and listening, judging you silently. <laughs> 
or just typing no, in the comments. No, not silently. <laughs> they typed. She has something in her teeth. I always have something in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, that's the, uh, that's next week's, uh, next week's deal. As far as content goes, there's one thing that kind of stuck with me this week, Dakota, and it's the, uh, the story out of Georgia. Um, uh, we are libertarians on the, on the previous things episode. Man, I don't know what they're on two nineteen or something or two twenty. They're uh, they're talking about uh, civil asset forfeiture, and there was a story just this week out of Georgia where a guy is traveling down the road. Uh, he's paying no attention to me at all. I cannot. Yeah, I'm believe. paying attention. Believe I can't. Me, I just can't believe. On the way here, truly, we did. <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm on my phone doesn't mean I'm not listening. He's not listening. He doesn't look you in the eye. Very no, sad. He really doesn't listen. And when you look him in the face now, he looks like he's 15 years old because he lost. <laughs> he's just, I can't take him seriously. Anyway, so the story out of Georgia, <laughs> $36,000 in the car. This guy has it stored in his speakers. He doesn't know, you know, he, so policeman pulls him over. He, get, he gets stopped. They bring in a drug dog. The drug dog goes off, and they don't find any drugs in the car. How do drug dogs go off? I don't know. Maybe they Drugs maybe they're like the Riley table. and they just fart. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they just get extra farty. <laughs> so it, this guy doesn't get arrested. They take his money, $36,000, and they're holding it for civil asset forfeiture and they right. let the guy go. But correct me if I'm wrong, he can sue and have his money back, right? Sure, he has to he has to prove his money in, innocent. Right. He has to prove that he made his money legally. Which, if he has a legitimate job, it wouldn't be difficult to prove that, giving his just giving his paycheck subs over. Perhaps, I mean, even I if guess. he's only made thirty six thousand dollars this year, there is no proof otherwise that he has spent his money on other things. Yeah, it, it it's just it's just ridiculous that it, it becomes his his burden to do that. Yeah, it. I agree. I'm just saying, like, I'm just clarifying. There's people out there who probably think that this guy's money is gone for forever. Yeah, I, I shared the story and I said, "What what, what amount of money is uh, is considered criminal to carry? You know, what, what's too much? Right. If I have five hundred dollars on me, is that going to get confiscated because it's too much money? Is it a thousand? Is it fifteen hundred? Is it ten thousand dollars? What's the what's the number that all of a sudden now I have a problem? Yeah, where they I, can they can just decide. That I think it's there was a guy. It was a case a few years ago too. A man was going uh, down to Florida. I think it was, and he had $22,000 with him. He was going to buy a truck. Yeah. And it was seized as well, and he had to go to court and prove this is the truck I was going to buy, this is the person I was going to buy it from. They had to testify. It was a whole big deal just because he had cash on his person that they said there's no, the government says there's no real reason a person should have that much money on them. It's just like whenever you start getting into higher tax brackets, there's no reason you need that much money. We'll take some of it for you. You don't need that much money in your paycheck. It's too much income. Yeah, yeah. We can't trust you with that. Yeah, it's there. We talked about it last week. You work with some people that are in the union that don't have any bank accounts. So if they're saving money, they have the cash. They're just holding on to it. Right. Right. Yeah. They're not. So they're not depositing it. So if they're saving for, if they're going to go buy a forty thousand dollar Tahoe. They've got the cash, and they're going yeah. to take it with them. Yeah, there's exactly. no. You don't know that that guy wasn't going to go buy a house, buy land, buy a gun. You, it's his money. He can do whatever he wants with it. Right. Yeah, I, t- I mean, I totally agree with that. It's just crazy. It, it, it's, it's really infuriating. Hopefully, it's a story that gets people's attention. Um, I think it did. I saw it shared quite a few times. Yeah. Well, and here in Henry County, we've got the PACE team, which, you know, they're, they're the highway enforcement that's which looking is, for drugs. There's so much fraud that goes on within the pace team. Well, I'm not, I'm not here to cast stones on it, but I do, oh, I do I laugh. <laughs> I do laugh at some of the because there's there, a lot of those guys are friends of mine, and I, you know, I'm that part. I, you know, it's sincere, but I do laugh at some of the stops they make and the po- the posts that they have where they'll pull over somebody that had, you know, whatever like, amount of marijuana in the car. Look in at the this vehicle. scumbag we got off the streets. He had two ounces of weed on the this guy, person. The guy's a tourist going from Oklahoma yeah. to Massachusetts, two completely legal states, and we, we pick him up over here. Yeah. Because he happened he to had pass a through Henry County. Car. Glad we got him off. So and <laughs> and the uh 
this one this week. I, uh, apparently, you know, they, there was some heroin and there was there was uh, methamphetamines, which yeah, okay, fine. But there was also a small amount of marijuana, and there was like nine hundred and fifty dollars in cash. And the the sheriff's department made their own infographic <laughs> out of a out of the top of a banker's box and wrote down everything that was on it in true Henry County fashion. Lays this all out. Takes the money and folds it up with a hundred one single one hundred dollar bill on the outside to make it look like this fat stack of cash. Yep. And it says nine hundred and ninety five dollars or eight hundred and ninety five dollars. Yeah. Which in reality, if they had all been one hundreds, right. it would have been like ten thousand dollars or something ridiculous. You don't realize it's super weird how little like you see all the action movies with the briefcase and right. they're like, This is fifty thousand dollars and then you get like all of a sudden you have the opportunity and you have like twenty thousand dollars cash and it's just like if you nothing. had twenty thousand dollars cash in your hand? I have, yeah. I okay. really have. Was it yours when you're buying your house? Yeah. I actually took the cash because I was young, I was eighteen <laughs> years old and I thought paying cash for a house meant I had to have the cash on my person. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize I had to have I'm sure the people over to Mariana loved you or wherever you were to pick that up. Yeah, it was a star, and I. The, it was a whole process. You called them up. And like, did you call, or did you just show up and be like, "I want eighteen thousand dollars"? I just showed up. I said, "I need." Set, I need. Uh, I was like, showed them all the like the purchase statement and everything. And why did you show them that? You should have just. You could have just withdrawn the money anyway, right? I could have, but I didn't know that. Right. And she's like, "You're gonna have to fill out some paperwork." <laughs> so this whole drawn out process. I was like, "Man, this is really stupid that I have to." sign these papers just because they have to i mean she doesn't have just twenty thousand dollars cash sitting in her drawer right ready to hand over to me and i had so i got the cash and then i went up to uh the bethany home no i i can't remember the name of the real the real estate company that i bought the house from but anyway they were up in muncie and I go up there. So you drove to Muncie with twenty grand in cash on you. Yeah, twenty grand in cash. If you'd been pulled over, they could have taken the money and thought they you were up have. there for yeah. a deal. I don't know, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I drive up there, and um, the lady asked me if I had my if I had a cashier's check, and I said no, I just have cash. <laughs> <laughs> she looked at me really confused, and I just pulled out an envelope <laughs> that had twenty thousand dollars in it, and she went, oh. Well, well, we can make that work too. <laughs> so. All right, sir. Yep. And then it was—I don't know if you've ever bought a house like with cash. No, I never have. I've. But it is so fast. Like you just sign your name like twice. Yeah. You sign your name two times. They take the money, and then you just walk out of there, and you're like, "Oh my god, I just gave away twenty thousand dollars." <laughs> you have a house. Yeah, well, that's impressive, man. Honestly, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I first I've I've uh, I've bought this house three times now. I bought it once and then I refinanced it twice. Uh, first time was an FHA mortgage, which had a lot of paperwork. It took months, and then the second two times were conventional refis, and they uh, they weren't quite as bad, but they did take you know twenty minutes to fill out all the paperwork. Yeah, I told my boss I I left at lunch. Yeah, and I said, hey, I'm going to go. Uh, signing papers to get my house. He's like, okay. He said, so you'll be on the rest of the day. I'm like, eh, probably. It took me like ten minutes, <laughs> and it was right down the road from where I worked. And I was like, do I go back? That's, nah, I'm gonna go get my new house. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> when you that's when you take the rest of the day off. Of course, that time you weren't old enough to go drink, or at least right. you know you weren't old enough to go to the bar and drink. So you uh, you had to had to go do something else. Yeah, I was literally eighteen years old. And was driving did you just, around. Did you spend money on nothing, basically? You just piled up cash, lived at home, and then oh, my, bought that? I worked. I started working when I was 14. It's a true Ron Swanson story. Here. Right. You were running the floor by the by yeah. the third week on the job. I was, I was working at the Henry County Municipal Airport, and uh, I started mowing yards at the same time. And then I ended up working full-time for a company called Olive Leaf Landscaping. Um and you were doing my, the work of Dylan Mofield and the Mexicans, basically. Yeah, I think Dylan and Dylan, my four, one of my four H kids. You know Dylan? Probably. He's a try high kid. He's uh, he mows the grass over there now. He's oh, got yeah. your old job, yeah. Huh. Cool. He was one of my kids on the four H completion trip that uh, that your sister <laughs> refused to take with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, and 
I couldn't drive or anything yet, obviously. So my dad would take me to work, and he would pick me up from work. And I got paid $10 an hour cash under the table. And he would take my paychecks at the end of every week, and he'd put them in a savings account and wouldn't let me touch the money or spend it on anything, uh, which I hated him for it. Sure. I was so angry. And he would give me... And then I finally got a car, which he made me pay for half of the car. What was the car? It was a uh, 1989 Z24 Chevy Cavalier. Well, your your first was, car was older than my first car was for me. It was a cherry red with black racing stripes convertible. And it was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, until my dad car. backed over it. Yeah, and then I parked <laughs> behind her dad in their driveway one day, and she he backed his truck over top of the hood. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. New racing stripes. And it's not like he just bumped it. He literally he got went it good. the entire length of the hood before he realized, hey, why is the truck going any farther? I think he was probably sending you a message. I hope you learned your lesson <laughs> about what he can do to your car compared to what he can do to you if you're the guy dating yeah, his daughter. I learned the lesson. He still ended up paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so your first car, we're, we're 13 years apart. Yeah, is that technically right? that wasn't my first car. My first car was a, a 2010 2013, something like that. That was your parents' car, though. something you drove. It was a Chevy Cobalt. Right. And um, my dad had bought it to give me because they were having really good deals on them or something. And he was going to drive it for the time being. And I had just, I'd had my permit for like five months. So I'd been driving it. But right before I actually got my license, my parents went out one weekend and they came home, and they were in a brand-new Chevy Malibu. They traded your car in? They traded my car in for my mom's car. <laughs> That's the way it goes. And then my dad said, well, we'll pick you out a new one, but um, we'll have a budget of about 5000 because I need you to pay half of it. He's <laughs> like, total, really? total bait and switch, but yeah. you're 16. What are you going to do about it, kid? Yeah, right. Greg, so, Greg Lenz would have never treated you that way. No, he wouldn't have. He went out and found the Cavalier. It was a sweet car. I loved that car. But so you had an 89 Cavalier. So my first vehicle was a, a 1987 Pontiac Bonneville. Had air conditioning, automatic transmission. First year they made a fuel-injected Bonneville. So I was, I was pretty darn happy with that at, uh, at 16 years old. And I had to pay for it myself. It was 500 bucks. Came with a bent rim, so I had to go down to uh, GW Pierce and buy a new, uh, new, new rim for the car and get it put on. And then I think I immediately spent like a thousand dollars to get the air conditioning fixed on the car, which lasted like three days. I would I was not very wise financially, yeah, at the time. And then uh, I think I drove for about two years until the transmission crapped out completely. About halfway into it, it was starting to go bad, so I didn't have overdrive. So I would drive the thing between Newcastle and Muncie. At uh, I was working the same place I do now, uh, but I would drive that route at about forty five hundred RPMs because the thing wouldn't shift. Oh my gosh! Yeah, my. My truck has started to make a mysterious ticking noise whenever I accelerate. Does it? See, a lot of Chevys do that. The tick, tick, Yeah. It's usually when it's colder, though. First started. Yeah. That's just typical for a Chevy. Is it? Okay, good. But if you're nervous, we can... No, 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 If you're nervous, you can sell that thing, and I will make you a heck of a deal on a GMC Sierra. How much will you sell it to me for? I don't know. What do you think is fair? I don't know. I do. I'd probably. What if, I, do. what if I gave you whatever I got out of my truck? No, straight up. No, 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 no. No. Trade. We'll trade pinks. <laughs> no, we are not <laughs> trading slips for vehicles. I bet that I can. I'll get, give you. I'll give you a very reasonable number, though. I really. I bet really. I could get thirty-five out of my truck. You put, gonna go that? You low? get that and go to put two grand on it. We'll probably have a deal. I'd do fifty-five for you. Do fifty-five? I'd do fifty-five. About for five. You. I paid five for the. Chevy Cavalier. I think he can do five for the truck. I don't think so. We'll talk. We'll talk. But I think 55 is a hell of a deal. We'll oh, see. Man, Riley. <laughs> it's getting bad. All right. Is there anything else we have to cover? Are we good? I don't think so. I think that, All right. uh, like, we this is ridiculously through, efficient for yeah, us. Yeah, we had everything planned out, and then like 20 minutes in, we had already covered everything. <laughs> well, you've got big things to do tomorrow, so you're in a hurry. I have to be up. I have to get up a little bit before four. Yeah. All right. Well, so three fifty. So we've got uh, all kinds of exciting activities planned between the two the two groups of us here. We trying to schedule things to create content, I guess, or or just to annoy Audrey Joe. I don't know. 
but we're going to go to the state fair. We got the state fair coming up here in a couple of weeks. We're going to do a triple date. You and me and uh, our friend Aaron and, and his his lovely lady friend. They're gonna they're gonna hang out with us at the state fair in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Got another wall Christmas party coming up, so that's going to be fun. We're we're all Not planning. Christmas. It's Christmas. Oh, is August. it Christmas? They're all Christmas. It's all it's always like Christmas to me. Mm-hmm. I guess we it's need a pool to put party. up. We should put up your Christmas tree. You want to put that up? Yeah, for the next one. No, wait. I thought we were going to put up the. Uh, the Jeremiah Morrill for state representative. Oh, that's right. We are. So from when I ran in 2012, I, we, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast, but we, we can, we, no, we will do this. I have, uh, the billboard, le- leftover billboard piece from when I ran for state rep. So we could put it on the roof of the house. We're, we're going to do that. We'll get some milk seen... jugs and we're going to stretch it out and we will, we'll put it on the roof and just see, see what kind of reaction we get. And if anybody was at the last pool party that saw the events that transpired you don't have to worry i've taken care of it <laughs> i blocked said person from the facebook group it won't be happening again yeah i i, I wish you luck it's just like all state you're in good hands <laughs> you're in good hands to go to davis oh man all right well with that uh follow us you know how to follow us we, we appreciate the uh, subscribers the feedback uh, like us and subscribe. Uh, like the Facebook page. We're Libertarians. Obviously, provides the, uh, the the hosting space for us. We're excited about that. We're going to be at the big show, so I think you'll probably have a simultaneous cast. Uh, the next feed you'll have will be uh, will be in the big one. We expect lots and lots of folks to be coming back to listen to this episode. Normally, we have a little bit more politics than this, but uh, man, the ancestry purity test that Dakota talked me into. We we thought we were going to do that, and I, I wasn't sure what to expect. And we're going to totally forget about these results by the time this comes back in in two months. Um, I hope so. You might that be married. Are you going to be married when we get these, or are you going to cut no. these back just in time? We'll get these back just in time. Yeah. For Audrey to change her mind. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're getting re-engaged this weekend, right? Is that the way this works? You've been you've been together, or you've been engaged for a year, so now you have to re-up. Yeah. You have to give her well, a, big, a better, bigger ring or something this bigger, weekend. Bigger, better ring. Yeah. No, we've been yeah. together for five years. Really? Yes. Man. Correct. That's what Five it is. Years. But then the engagement is like next week. Yeah, I'm yeah. not even counting that one. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't count? No. It's the So you count the dating more than you do the well, engagement. Well, only because it's five years. That's a big number. Is the clock resetting? Or are you going to be like, well, we were together for five years before we got married? No, the, no, clock, we're just the gonna clock's say, resetting. No. Well, yeah, we'll just be like, well, I don't know. We're not going to be those people that are like, we have, well, we've been married one year, but really we've been together for six. Do you count any little breakups you had along the way, Dakota? Oh, we never really had we any. We didn't really have no? any. Really? No, really? Congratulations on that. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a big thing. I guess Dakota, Sarah and I haven't either. It's been, yeah. I, I sure as hell hope there aren't any. <laughs> 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 not anticipating any. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But you guys are so darn young that, you know, at, at when you started dating her when she was 14 years old, it, it just... I was not 14. <laughs> her dad gave me permission. Mr. Peavy, can I please... <laughs> can I please take her to the Spiceland Family Restaurant? Shady Stevens. I don't even remember where we went for our first date. It was Pizza King. Oh, yeah. It was, it was the Spiceland Family bit... Restaurant. No, 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 no. It was, it was Pizza, Pizza King in Newcastle. King. Really? You get a ride? Did you get a drive? Yeah, it was a double, yeah, date. Was a double date. Yep. Where did we go for our first Who'd you double date with? My one friend of, Chase. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We won't divulge into his uh, we, story. His we, don't need, story. we don't need to get into that. Yeah. No. All right. Well, good deal. Well, we thank everybody for listening. And uh, was it Chase or Trevor that uh, that had requested that we do a podcast down in your bachelor party, which I've Trevor. said is an absolutely horrible idea. Trevor likes to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Trevor's a podcast guy. You really are not doing a good job of talking to the microphone. For 16 well, episodes I thought in, that we were done. I thought that we were finished. Well, we are done, I guess. It's so, about over. I was about to get up and walk away. All right. Do we have a tagline? My mother took real offense to the cocaine tagline we came up with last time. She really did? She did. She was very upset. I can't believe that Joyce doesn't, li- Joyce doesn't listen to my type of music. I think she likes music just fine. She just doesn't like the connotation. I don't know. That song is literally one of my favorite songs. I love it. Yeah, it's a, it's a great song. Uh, the but then the, you put the Johnny Cash. I like Cocaine, Cocaine Blues, Blues too. Eh. I'm just never been a big Johnny Cash fan, except for like Boy Named Sue because that song is funny. 
they're all good to me. I, I'm I'm good with either or. But I I, I like Clapton just fine too. Yep. I love it. I like Cream. Clapton. I like Clapton. They're both uh, both work for me. So anyway, we appreciate everybody listening, and uh, we will uh, we will see you on the big show on the next episode. That's episode right. seventeen will be co-host co co-branded with the uh, Big We Are Libertarians. Can't wait. We'll see y'all next the time. First time on my show. Audrey, Joe, you got any more final thoughts? Uh, vaccinate your children. <laughs> <laughs>